You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi, kids. Welcome in to another edition of Scatter Shooting. I'm Randy Renner. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. This, of course, is the program where we talk about anything and everything worldly and not of this world. Yes. Yes, indeed. And we do have, at least uh, I, I have a kind of an otherworldly story uh, that uh, we may or may not get to a little bit later on in the program. But uh, I want to talk about what is, uh, I think a lot of Americans are thinking about right now, or at least I would certainly hope that a lot of Americans are, and that is the extraordinary uh, scene of presidential incompetence uh, that has happened over the last several days, really, uh, because you go back to some of the planning that apparently wasn't done, even though they said, oh, we planned for uh, everything, apparently except for what actually happened uh, and uh, some of what's going on in Afghanistan, a, uh, as I was coming over, uh, the State Department, I guess, uh, sent out a message to uh, some of the thousands of American citizens who remain uh, in Afghanistan, urging them to get to the airport in Kabul, Hamid Karzai International. Yeah. However, in capital letters at the end of this message, the State Department said the United States cannot, cannot guarantee your safety in route. Awesome. Which uh, to me is a horrible dereliction of duty by the Biden administration. And, um, you know, the only thing that I'll say in regards to defending them slightly is that they've been urging uh, American citizens in Afghanistan to get to the airport and fly the hell out of there. Right. And uh, and many of them, several thousand apparently, for whatever reason, uh, have not done so. And now they may be faced with a situation where they cannot because the Biden administration, at, 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 you know, it just... Trump had a plan in place, and I, th- I think a lot of people were ready to get the heck out of Afghanistan because it wasn't working. Right. It hasn't worked. It was never going to work, and it didn't work. And it's time to get out of there, and Trump was ready to pull the trigger on that. However, Trump had a plan in place with the Defense Department, the State Department, and uh, Trump was a guy that the Taliban and many of our uh, enemies, quite frankly, had uh, fear and respect for right. because Trump had told them under, uh, uh, you know, make no doubt that this is what we're going to do. Here's our plan. If you, the Taliban, do not uphold your end of this, mm-hmm. Uh, as apparently he put it from people who've been who were in the Trump administration, high-ranking people within the Trump administration. This is almost apparently a direct quote from what the president said to the leadership of the Taliban, 
we know where you live we know where your family lives we know where your friends live and you will feel the thunder from the united states of america yeah well there's obviously a vast difference between trump and biden which well, is apparently, why, why people voted for uh, biden apparently well uh, yes and, and apparently i have sources close uh, to the situation where the updated negotiations with biden and his phone call to the taliban was more like um guys uh we're going to be leaving but it would be really cool if you guys would you know kind of give us safe passage yeah can you do that please please Mm -hmm. we would really we would really really uh, uh, we would really appreciate it you know i'm a good guy yeah you're a good guy so he'll let everything all of us go here's the thing i i I fully believe this has been okay this is conspiracy jeremy talking which really let's be real (laughs) that's that's the same guy that always talks (laughs) but here's the thing so you remember way back prior to the election nancy pelosi starts talking about uh whatever provisions for the 25th amendment like there's some sort of business going on on the 25th you remember right oh yeah yeah and everybody you know the national media and probably people around america thought that she was setting that up to get rid of uh donald trump not remotely she was setting that up i i believe fully i'm on board with that that she was setting that up for joe biden and this is why that you know nobody really disagrees with the idea that joe biden isn't all there he has moments of clarity for sure uh but that could be his double for all we know And, and that's not let's just take that out but but historically leaders around the world have had doubles and sure things like that and that's for security it's not for impostering but you know there were stories that even even when uh, biden still supposedly had his mental capacity his faculties, his faculties uh you know that the people in the obama administration and talking about joe biden yeah said that uh, basically everything he does he up yeah you know so you know i couldn't reach i know you couldn't reach the button and i but but that was you know they you know would drop an f-bomb in there right talking about him and uh, you know and this is when you know he apparently was able to still think about stuff like that and uh, now it's pretty clear that he's he can't and apparently nobody else in his administration can either no well and this is the thing okay so if you go back to this concept of the 25th this this is what i think this is this whole deal with afghanistan i think is is the thing this is the line of demarcation because this is where you see kamala's group and and uh biden's group are at odds right there is there is a hundred percent consensus that this was a, a botched execution of leaving we did everything was done wrongly and badly right i mean everything we left we left hastily we we didn't i mean how simple would it have been to just fly a bunch of predator drones around the whole area you know that's that's one of the things trump and his people were gonna do and there were also some plans as we read about where it as as this was going to progress if the taliban made any indication that they were going to do anything they were going to be hit hard 
by drones and, and various other types of offensive weaponry that we have. And Bagram Air Force Base would have still been open. Right. So that some of this, you, you, they wouldn't have necessarily even had to use the civilian airport because they would have had Bagram Air Force Base right there and it would have already been locked down so you wouldn't have had the problems that you had the other day so all of this there's no doubt my because here's the deal the the commanders here right the generals the the army advisors the military advisors not just army but all of these advisors they're not total idiots they absolutely could have predicted this and and here's the thing a month ago he says no this isn't going to be another saigon which the pictures are exactly the same um except some might say they're worse worse. yes and so you have all of these variables so here's here's where i believe this has absolutely been the plan and here's the proof of it all here is the proof of it all in my mind the national media the national media has done nothing but softball joe biden from the day he won the primary and really before but from the day he won the primary till now and then he gives a speech first of all they were critical that he hadn't given it he didn't talked about it that he was on vacation when all this stuff went down right because he had said well you know there's no way this is going to go off without a hitch exactly. and so he flies no off problems. Uh, no problem so he does all this but what what we've seen is this that the national media at large has been highly critical yes, of have. joe biden and here's the thing that's so interesting to me independent media people like tim pool cassandra fairbanks um even jack prosovic to some degree these folks are at least calling attention to some of the things that joe biden said in his speech that they consider to be good statements they don't just write off entirely his speech as being ridiculous and so I think what this proves is, is that there is an agenda. Again, I totally could be wrong. This is my opinion. But it proves that there is an agenda, and it, it started. This is it. This is going to be the thing yeah, that I, leads to the 25th Amendment. I think so. And, uh, you know, we're also hearing more and more reports now coming out that the intelligence community, the CIA, uh, the generals, uh and to a certain extent, the State Department as well, but Tony Blinken's an idiot. But especially the CIA and the leadership of the military uh, told the president that this could this could definitely collapse in a very short amount of time. Yeah. If, if we don't do certain things, this could happen in the almost a blink of an eye. In other words, exactly, exactly how what it, happened. Exactly what happened. Right. And the uh, and and Biden decided, you know what? Screw that. Mm-hmm. I'm I I like what I'm doing. We're going to go ahead and do it my way. Mm-hmm. And then everything has everything has fallen apart. Well, and and on the the the. Uh, I don't know how to word this, the cabal side of things. If you look at this, this is yet another fracture in the nation. You have people who were previously shoulder to shoulder on most issues. Now they're actually divided on this issue. Should we have just stayed in Afghanistan? Because most of these folks that were, let's say the centrists that were side by side or shoulder to shoulder are now divided in half of people who like, hey, we should have left no matter what, this sucks. But, you know, and this statement, and I, I tend to agree with this statement that, America should stop shedding blood for nations other than our own. Well, in, in general, I, I, 
Yes, and uh, especially when the especially in a situation like Afghanistan, and I have a where, however, by the way, but go ahead, where that essentially was a civil war, right? Right. You know, it's not like uh, you know China was invading them or the Russians or right. India, you know, whomever, uh, because it it becomes, and especially in that part of the world. It is a no-win situation right. for the United States, and you just and and how well there's no really for that situation. There's no better example than what happened with the Russians. Well, right, sure. You know when they, you know, we should have taken a, you know, because as brutal as the Russians can be, and they got the heck out of there because it was too much for them. That should have given us a pretty good clue that. This was going to be a situation that uh, would not be good, and and like you're talking about, the media now has turned on Biden. I watched his speech. I watched it on CNN because I wanted to see what these guys were going to say. I mean, I knew what Fox was going to say about it, and uh, it was Jake Tapper. Mm. And Jake Tapper started, and at first I was confused for a moment <laughs> because Jake Tapper had a, he didn't have a hammer. He had a like a sledgehammer talking about how incompetent and horrific and stupid, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, geez, Tapper, you're still talking about Donald Trump? What the hell? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no, wait. It's just because I'm so used to yeah. them. The norm. saying that in reference to donald trump right and when he was talking about joe biden and, and what a terrible speech it was that he did miss totally missed the point about why people are upset because you know he spent most of his speech talking about getting out of afghanistan right well most people agree with that sure. it's how they got out of afghanistan right well my however was just you know i talked about shedding american blood the however is we haven't lost an American life in over 18 months there. So it's not like we are losing people now. So delaying, there's a lot of things that, that would well, have we're made about sense. to lose some. Well, that's for sure. And and not necessarily among the uh, military. Right. No, civilians. And civilians. And you know what? Which, as, by the way, is far worse. Far worse. Well, I was just going to say, as bad as the reaction has been mm -hmm. from everybody so far, you start hearing oh, about um, American citizens mm -hmm. being killed over there, and you start seeing some hearing reports or start seeing videos mm -hmm. of Americans being brutally killed, women being raped. You think it's difficult now? Mm -hmm. uh, there will be... Uh, cries for either the 25th amendment or impeachment or all kinds of things yeah once that happens and i'm going to tell you right now if if we're depending upon if we're trusting the taliban <laughs> to do what's right to fulfill this please uh that's not going to happen no for those of you who don't uh, know who are listening right now, we are streaming this live on Facebook uh, on my account, uh, personal account. And uh, my boy Jason Z has a comment that I want to read and let you respond to okay. there, Randy. He says, here is a man who has been the international policy guru, speaking of Biden, for more than 30 years. 
20 years and our government leaders are going to tell us that the ability of the Taliban to take over the entire country in six days, six days, they are all hiding something. Follow the money. What do you think? Well, you know, here's here's one reason why I think they were able to take over the country as quickly as they did. Well, two reasons, probably uh, the ineptitude of the Biden administration and not telling them as Trump did. Yeah. You know, Biden didn't do the same speech that Trump did. Right. The bit about we know where you live. <laughs> right. We know where your family lives and we're coming for you if you do the slightest thing that we don't like, even not using deodorant. We're coming after you. Right. That did not happen with uh, Joe Biden. And now the other thing is, from what I've heard about all of this, they are, the Taliban now, much more sophisticated when it comes to using, especially social media. Yeah. You know, Twitter, of course, has banned Donald Trump. Yeah, this is beautiful. They... Taliban is on Twitter and on Facebook, rocking and rolling. Now, some Facebook <laughs> has now said that some Taliban accounts have been oh, okay. banned. Well, that's great. <laughs> However, there they are still on Twitter, and that is how some of this yeah. developed. And they're also they were also using, and I don't know, Facebook has banned a certain. Uh, Taliban social media platforms, but perhaps not all, or they've just done it because the, and you know more about this than I do, because as you know, I'm not a tech guy. I'm not on, about the only social media that I'm on frequently is Twitter. Yeah. But the, uh, the app, what's app? Oh yeah. It's a Chinese app, if I'm not mistaken. They used that sure the whatsapp it's now secure. It was it's a encrypted. story that i read about it said that whatsapp is a facebook product mm. but i you know yeah, I, don't know. I don't know i don't know i don't know either but whatever it is the story said it, it was a facebook product and that the servers were in the united states mm. and that the taliban were using whatsapp and various other things to communicate with, I guess, Taliban loyalists who were in some of these towns around and were also able to maybe convert others in towns of the outlying areas around Kabul. And so when they gave the green light, they already had people in place in these other cities. And so they were able to immediately start doing this not like you know it's not like an army right. coming across borders they had people already in place in a lot of these areas and they just took over right no it's, it's everybody just moves in man i play paintball all the time this is a normal thing in fact guess what we use we use things like whatsapp and facebook messenger well, you know there you because go you can coordinate right yes far simpler yes. Yes, and so people were saying, you know what, and and this this again, the story that I I read said it was a Facebook thing, and they thought I don't you know, think it is. By the way, as that, far as the App Store goes, WhatsApp just shows us WhatsApp Inc. versus Facebook, uh, as far as okay. the company. But either way, it doesn't matter. But uh, you know, and it said the servers for that were here in the United States, and they should have been shut down. Yeah, they should have been, or the Taliban should not have had access to that. But I think that's how 
that's one of the ways that they got this done the way they did yeah is they were able to communicate with people that they already had in place whether they be sleeper cells or uh people who had already uh committed to the taliban or people that they just said you know what hey we're coming are you with us or are you against us well and here's the deal the u.s left the taliban even if they didn't win in a month they were likely going to win in the long run so right so who oh, there no question who there is going to stand against what will be the regime right right and evidently no, no question about that and and my point about what trump was saying only has to do with getting people out uh it was not going to be a situation where it is owned by facebook i just got a, a oh, there you text go. from somebody obviously listening <laughs> okay well that that was the, well, the indication from the, the story that i had read and uh but but facebook and today as i was listening coming over a uh, facebook facebook had said that they banned the taliban from at least certain platforms but apparently not whatsapp right because that's how they that's communicated the one that they with need. each other. So it's like we can take them off of the you know sharing and, pictures, and maybe but. that's and, and you know but they're they <sighs> Facebook has its fingers in so many different pies, but that's one of the that's one way why they that, that they were able to get this done and whether that was a failure of U.S. intelligence or a that maybe we didn't realize that they were doing that, I don't know. I mean, I you come know, on. Come you on. would think that we they didn't would know. Have. That's I, cute. Well, Again, goes back to the conspiracy. The bottom line is this has been the plan since before the election. Well, either way. Because uh, this has know. been on the road. This is the roadmap. Yeah, yeah, well, it is. And which, I mean, to me. And it wouldn't have worked. Let me just go back. This wouldn't have worked for Pelosi. See, it, if, and, and I'm not going to dive into this whole election fraud crap because, I mean, hey, think what you want. But the bottom line is we have an elected official who is clearly incompetent and we knew that before he was elected i think we have more than one but well we have me. more than one but the point is is that this has been the plan from the very beginning there's no doubt in my mind no i agree i i just and so it all just it, fits it's 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 uh it's it, a perfect roadmap well you know it, it becomes a really bad situation because to say the least if you invoke the 25th amendment and you get rid of uh, grandpa joe yeah You've oh, got Kamala. Right. And she's, you know, Joe is early onset dementia or uh, whatever he is. Kamala's just stupid. <laughs> she just doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. And then if you, let's say you get rid of her too. Well, that, well then yeah. it's Nancy. Yeah. And she's both incompetent and probably has early onset dementia both. Well, as Dan Anderson pointed out in the chat, this country is as lost as President Biden trying to find the front door at the White House. <laughs> oh, speaking of. <laughs> Here it comes. And he may be referring uh, to that. And I think we talked about You're this about the, the last little, week, the yeah, video yeah, yeah. where he gets off the helicopter from one of his trips to Delaware or. Uh, where uh you know wherever he's <laughs> vacationing or getting treatments or whatever uh, and he's walking up the sidewalk and there's a secret service agent behind him and there's one walking in front of him and the one walking in front of him is walking backwards so he's looking at the president and when he comes to the sidewalk that's leading to the door to the oval office the secret service agent points 
here you go, Mr. President. Yeah. She's pointing out where the sidewalk is. Right. Oh, I know. And I'm like, how many times has Joe Biden been to so here's the White House? And then he moves on and Joe gets to that point. He kind of looks down that way, appears to be a little confused and starts walking up the on the grass behind the other Secret Service agent. Right. And they want the one behind him starts looking around like he's looking over at his boss or an aide going kind of uh i know i don't know i don't know what we're gonna do here this would be bad so here's the deal this what we're talking about right now would be bad if it was the only news right i mean this would be bad mojo bad bad uh foreshadowing if this was the only news but meanwhile and i'm reminded of the old uh cartoons from when i was growing up on saturday morning meanwhile in the swamp of doom so and and i mean that um you have two first off you have sydney australia uh well australia as a whole basically locking down and now new zealand i think it was yesterday which uh some have called new zealand is uh australia's canada uh over one covid case completely locking down and then you have new york city with vaccine passports bill de blasio gets out and says there are zero exemptions if you have cancer if you have anything that would preclude you from getting the vaccine, uh, New York City is effectively shut down to you. Now, if you are not a resident, that's probably not a big deal. If you live there, that's a huge deal. Right. You can't even go grocery shopping if that particular store has sit-down dining of any type. So like Whole Foods in New York City is that way, and probably others, I don't even know. But you, you start looking at this reality. We, we are in 1984, baby we are in it and sydney and or i mean australia and new zealand these countries are just a couple months ahead of where we are and at some point and this is what i want to bring to i mean we, we can talk about those particular things that are going on but what i really want to get to is we have been a frog in slowly heated water for a really really long time and randy last week we were talking about the line right we were talking about where uh like for me there's a line i'm not going to patronize certain stores in fact let me just side note this i posted on facebook the other day what stores should i not patronize and why got virtually no reasonable answers (laughs) all everyone was saying was but basically telling me mostly stores that were out of business already which is kind of funny but um but i think that the bottom line is here I want to know when, what is your boiling point? What is the point at which, because here's the deal. We are destined for this end as a nation. We are destined for the same end we're seeing in Australia, complete authoritarian government. We are destined for that end. And by the way, authoritarian government on either side, I don't think, I'm going to be really honest and, and maybe controversial here. I don't think it would have been any different under Trump. I think it would have been, right leaning but i still believe we would have been headed towards and would be headed towards authoritarian control and and i think this is the problem we have sacrificed and i say that because trump was is and continues to be very pro-vaccine he started that whole route which is fine okay but the thing is how far do you take that now maybe he wouldn't take it as far as mandates but maybe he would my guess is joe biden who's supposed to be speaking kind of as we're talking is probably going to talk about an attempt to do some sort of nationwide vaccine mandate of some sort where do where do we recognize that the pot is not just warm it's boiling and we jump out and do something to save our skin 
Well, I think that's probably coming, and I I think you're exactly right. I you know I, I don't really see what um, I think we're going to definitely see some sort of mandate from the uh, from the federal government, and we're already starting to go uh, back to uh, you know some areas like you mentioned, New York City, already kind of going into more of a lockdown mode than what they were. And we're seeing some other places, uh, you know, like the Los Angeles Raiders, the Las <laughs> Vegas Raiders. Foot, I'm surprised I didn't say Oakland Raiders. Yeah, I went, I went even crazy. further back than that, the Los Angeles Raiders. That's what I'm saying, man. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders have said now that for home games this season, they're going to require yeah. uh, fans to show information that they've been fully uh, vaccinated right in order to get into the stadium and now that that uh has happened we'll probably see some more nfl teams do something similar mm-hmm. uh would be my guess but we may also see we may also see it go back to the to what it was last football season where no fans you know where there are empty stadiums and yeah. that sort of thing i wouldn't it wouldn't shock me especially in some areas I, uh, if that were the that would be the case, I have maintained for many years that as the end of the world draweth nigh, the United States would simply become irrelevant in the world stage, and that was very inconceivable for years. But one of the things that I laid out is when you combine a series of disasters all at one time, that's how you see the United States becoming pretty much irrelevant or or. Uh, impotent in its ability to do anything on the world stage. Well, and I think based on what has happened and is happening in Afghanistan, a lot of people around the world uh, view us that way right now. Well, absolutely. And you're certainly seeing that. I know some of our allies can't believe that this has happened. Right. Some of our enemy. I mean, you know, what? what is China thinking right now China's, about Taiwan? They're watering at the mouth. Yes. Why aren't they there now? Yes. Quite and frankly, fact, they may be. There's already been messaging from... Uh, through WhatsApp? Through, <laughs> well, through some social media. Right. You know, that's been sent to Taiwan from China, basically, that says... <laughs> Right. Uh, you guys you really know, counting on the U.S.? Right. That sort of thing. <laughs> yes. Know. Look what's happened I in know. Afghanistan. Through their national papers. It's not even hidden. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I figure the Chinese are coming for Taiwan. Right. And then what? And what about the Russians and Ukraine or some of right. the other places? You know, they have to be thinking, well, Strike? Geez. Why? The striking's good, Darn man. right. Why you know, Biden's you? either going to be asleep in the White House or asleep at Camp David. And here's the deal. So let's just, besides the incompetence of, of, of our commander-in-chief in this regard, just set that aside for a second and just recognize on top of that, we have this massive division in our nation on social issues, on the vaccine, on our ability, you know, wh- where do our rights end and begin? Our rights are inalienable. According to our forefathers, the, we, we have rights that are not granted by the government. Our rights are innate. So as those rights are being violated, the, the reason we have the, the Bill of Rights is to address what the government can't do. Just a short list. It's not an exhaustive list. It's not that's it. And so as those things are constantly being threatened, I mean, on the daily, 
<clears throat> we are trying to fight that battle at home. Meanwhile, we're going to try to go fight a battle overseas. There's no way. That's not going to happen. This is the perfect storm. And this hasn't even jumped into the economics of it all. The right. economy is garbage. But yet, if you poll the vast majority of, and this, I don't remember what poll, I can't cite this because I'm, you know, we're not that skilled. But feel free and look it up. The vast majority of Democrats, Democrats, believe the economy is good. How, what, what, what metric are you using? Inflation is up. Unemployment is up. The, the uh, gas prices are up. Everything is up. Well, I think some of them, you know, here's the thing. There are a lot of people in this country and around the world as well, I guess, that are, how do I say this, uh, clueless. Right. They don't realize really what's going on. And one of the reasons they don't realize what's going on is because they spend too much damn time on things like TikTok. Right. Which, of course, is a Chinese creation. Uh, and um, they like to play the long game. And mm -hmm. they it all falls in. You know, I have, there are people that I know uh, who cannot hold a conversation without... The phone in their hand. The phone in yeah. their hand and kind of watching something on TikTok or... Uh, waiting to see what sort of Facebook notification that they uh, have or something right. somewhere else. And that's where their attention is. Yeah, You know, nobody, you know, so few people pay attention. I mean, mm -hmm. really pay attention to what's going on within the United States, much less around the world. Yeah. And it used to be something that, that everybody paid an awful lot of attention to. Well, as you started to say that, Jason Z's comment came across Facebook about the same time. He says, when our young people are more concerned about Cardi B and her new baby and parents, right. like myself, are not instilling morals and integrity into right. our younger generations, our enemies know that we are a country full of distractions. Right. The Taliban has been fighting for a thousand years. We have no idea what's ahead. But it is the citizens' responsibility to fight our government for their shortcomings. And that's just, that's just facts. Yeah. That's just facts. Why, no, why, would are, you, why would anyone be afraid of the United States? Outside of a, an invasion uh, right now starting down south, that would be a problem. But I mean, dude, this, I can't, I, you know, I, I can't think. Well, really, I'll tell you who's afraid of the United States. Me. Some of our allies, <laughs> some of our allies that, de that depend on the United States and have depended on the United States to pull their butts out of the fire on more than mm -hmm. one occasion. Right now, they're probably going, uh-oh, mm -hmm. we can't depend on the United States for anything right. anymore. And um, it is a... Um, it is a difficult thing to see, difficult thing to watch happen because you would think that we would have learned our lessons by now. And, and maybe we have, maybe your theory that this is all 
planned and it's going by with whoever it is that's leading the country now whoever mm-hmm. the boss is whatever, yeah whoever it is uh maybe that is their plan and uh, there's a there's an author um i'm looking up his books right now but uh his name is kurt schlichter if uh if you haven't heard of him uh, which probably the former most, ohio state quarterback uh i don't know if that's the case but he's got a he's got a series of books uh probably not him the most recent one is called the split uh then one's called you got uh crisis uh yeah probably not people's him. republic basically it he's is probably still in jail he actually. is one he is one book ahead of where we are as a nation and has been putting these out for a while he's almost arguably prophetic uh you can check him out on amazon but the split is, uh, like I said, I believe that's his most recent one. And he's basically talking about how the United States gets to a brink, the brink of actual civil war. And as opposed to going civil war, there is an actual split that happens. But within that split, you're, you have warlords and all sorts of crap go down. You know what I'm saying? But the, this is just it, man. This is where we're headed. And, and I want to encourage people... Uh, you know, without getting too <laughs> completely apocalyptic, I think that's too late. But um, man, you got to do stuff. You got you got to take some personal responsibility. And I think my point in all this is we've got to find where you personally, Randy, and then anyone listening, we've got to find out where our line in the sand is. And you know, I think the problem is a lot of people put their line in the sand um, probably a little too far back. If you put it too far back then your your back's against the wall and you got nowhere to go and uh you lose agility and uh it's it's like uh, i used to play goalie in indoor soccer which i know that sounds weird but wow. what is not intuitive you have a feel you know what you want to do as a goalie is you feel like okay i want to stay right here at the goal line uh where where you know so that you can have the you know nobody can get behind you basically but what's what's bad about that is that if you do that if the ball gets past you it's a goal whereas if you step up you cut off the angle of the enemy you cut off the opportunity a little bit right and and then you have if you miss it doesn't mean it's an automatic goal you've cut their angle way down and so um that's where i think people have to understand you've got to find your line and you've got to hold that line whatever it is whether it's mandating medical procedures whether it's silencing you and censorship whatever it is we have to find that line because a lot of people in my circle the line because they are christians and believers in christ that's where their line is well that's going to be that's the last that's at the end of this line so when we get to that point in my in my opinion that's putting ourselves right at the goal line because once that's abolished it's over because that is the only hope, in my opinion, that's the only hope for any nation. Right. And so you've got to move that line up. And I have my line. Everybody else has theirs. But I don't know, man. I am not optimistic. Um, well, let me rephrase that. I'm very optimistic for my own well-being and those around me. Yeah, but how many guns do you have? Well, that's not something for public consumption, but let's just put it this way. It's more than one. It's more than I can shoot at a time. <laughs> uh, Jack uh, Basobic just tweeted out a minute ago, uh, you know things must be really bad when the only person to step 
forward is Wendy Sherman. <laughs> Wendy Sherman is the Deputy Secretary of State. The State Department is having a news conference, I guess. Wow. And uh, so Tony Blinken is not uh, talking. The President's not talking. Kamala's not talking. It's the Deputy, Deputy Assistant Secretary Wendy Sherman yeah. is fading the heat. And uh, the President, though, the President of the United States does have a news conference uh, coming up this afternoon. All right. I'm so excited. I'll be waiting with bated breath. Well, you're not going to probably hear anything about uh, Afghanistan. No, no I'm going to hear about COVID. Talk about COVID yeah. and the uh, need for a booster shot. Well, of course. At some point. You know, this is my favorite part. The world is burning down, but, you know, we've got to, and and it probably won't be a news conference anyway. It's being billed as a news conference. No, it's just going to be an announcement. It's, uh, yes. Because, I mean, you know, I mean, you can't, I mean, he didn't take questions the other day. No, of course not. He's not, I would imagine that if he did take questions, uh, you know, the press is going to be going, well, what about Afghanistan and getting Americans out and all like this? Mm-hmm. He's not going to be prepared for that. And yeah. the White House may try to, and a lot of times they do this uh, with Biden, they'll pick a few, quote, trusted, unquote, journalists to ask questions and sometimes they've even fed them the questions that they Mm -hmm. want them to ask in this situation mr president can you tell us what color are your socks today sir yeah what flavor ice cream did you have for dessert oh in your your padded room chocolate chocolate chip oh that's hilarious oh my gosh uh jeez but uh, so yeah there's spineless weak not gonna be any questions on that uh today and plus you know if you're you know, I, I have to think that a lot of the American people, I, you know, they want to hear him, and certainly people around the world want to hear what the hell's going on with what are you doing to make sure that everybody gets out of Afghanistan that we're trying to get out? Nothing. Instead of about a booster shot right. that people may or may not need. Right. Well, and, and, and if you look at the vaccine uh, record, you know, people talked about this a while back, and they're like, oh, it's conspiracy theories. It has four slots, not two, where you got to get signed off on. Four. So way back when they were giving you two, they already knew. They knew uh, there was a high likelihood of... Getting a booster. Yeah, because sure. it just said, oh. Well, you know, and that, and, and, and that probably... Because, I mean, you know, uh, people, some people like to get, or, you know, the government puts flu shots out every year right and so i mean you know it's not like the polio vaccine where you get it as a kid and you never have to worry about it again it's something that we you know you got to get although i haven't gotten the last time i got a flu shot was 10 or 12 years ago and of course it, after i got the flu shot i got the flu right of course i haven't gotten you the know flu how many shot times since and i haven't gotten dude, the flu either so. i have heard that from <laughs> so many people that yeah. they've only gotten one flu shot ever, and when they did, they got, got the, flu. the flu. Yeah, I don't know. What and that's the only that. time you've ever gotten. The All flu I know flu is shot. I've never gotten a flu shot. And this is the thing. This is my my COVID issue. Is I've never gotten a flu shot. I'm not planning on getting a COVID shot. And that's kind of my line in the sand. Unless, of course, you see me put up my I've been vaccinated picture on um, on Facebook, and then of course you'll know I've been vaccinated. Well, at some point, which maybe who knows, and I and I may as well. I mean, at some point, 
I mean, at some point, uh, unless I'm going to spend the rest of my life locked up in my house, I may have to do that. Well, that's see that this go back goes back to the line in the sand. Where's the line? Well, if I if I can't get in to a bar somewhere, if that's I can't right. get in, if I can't get into a liquor store, if I can't get into a grocery store, if I can't get into Boone Pickens Stadium in Stillwater or Gallagher Iba Arena, or if I can't do without showing proof of vaccination, yeah. more than likely I'm gonna do that. Yeah. And you know, we were talking, I think it was last week, when uh, you know I was telling you that my daughter, who I actually, I thought she had been, my son has been vaccinated. I thought my daughter had been too. She hasn't been. Yeah. But we were talking about this coming football season. She's a senior now down at the Evil Empire and uh, the University of Oklahoma. Uh, and we were talking about it. And I said, well, you know, you may, you know, they may hear implement my mask mandate where you have to wear a mask to right. a game. And, and at some point they may say, we're only going to allow in people who have proof of vaccination. Mm-hmm. And that is her line in the sand right that if they tell her that which you're really, not you're not getting in the stadium unless but, you've been vaccinated then right which in all she's in all honesty doing that. that's not really a line in the sand that's just you know nothing really <laughs> my, my point is is that you know this is why i think they win right they win because for 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 it to be as simple as you can't go to this spot and it's not necessity spots Right. These are not necessities that were mentioned. She would argue with that. Exactly. She would. <laughs> and you would argue. I mean, you listed a bunch of places that weren't necessarily necessities. And and so as that's, uh, again, I Pardon know me, you would I, argue. <laughs> but I, I regard liquor stores and grocery stores as okay, grocery stores. I agree. No, I agree. Maybe not Boone Pickens Stadium or Gallagher Iba Arena. Maybe right. I might get because I could watch them on. You can watch on television. But yes. my point is, is that it you? It's not about you. It's about the general population in the United States. If that becomes, that's easy. I mean, that is easy to put pressure. So here's how the government's done it. Just go back and look. It's been very simple. The first thing they did is scared you. If you don't get this, you're going to die. The second thing they did is entice you. They're going to give you money. They're going to give you free stuff. The third thing they're doing is now we're going to take stuff away from you. Follow that path and tell me, tell me that this there's not something very dangerous about the thing about the vaccine. You know, it's, all, it's, all, it's almost like how a lot of people raise their kids right well that's true that's true but we but seriously though those aren't even we don't i don't scare my kids into doing what's right first that's not the first thing that happens i encourage them to do what's right based on the intrinsic nature of doing what's right and i think the problem is is that they've never they being the medical field and i know there are lots of people probably would listen to this and totally disagree with me, but they have not satisfied my need or my desire for complete and total transparency and uh, unanimous decision making on this is good for me. In fact, little little reality here. There was a simple graph that listed and showed vaccine hesitancy among or broken down by education. I know what you're about to say. Have you seen this graph? Yes, I have, and it's fascinating. It is fascinating. For those considering who are the least likely. Right. Don't give it away. I won't. I'm I'm just going to leave it at that. that (laughs) You know, I just found that really interesting. I got to find it uh, in my little list of uh, stuff here. 
Uh, so I might have to give it away ahead of time because if it takes too long, and it's going to take too long. So here's here's the answer. 23%, which was the highest percentage of people of the of the of the that uh, have vaccine hesitancy yes 23 percent of them have phds the most highly the educated highest the among hi- us the highest percentage was 23.6 or whatever which is their percentage that was the highest percentage and they had the highest level of hesitancy again as you just pointed out those who are the highest educated now ironically those who are mm, oh here it is um, least educated. <laughs> um, oh, I just lost it again. You know, if I knew better how to work my phone, this would be so great. Um, the high school or less is 20.8%. Sorry, the, the PhD is 23.9%. So one of these guys, a friend of mine out in, uh, I think he's in Oregon or Washington, basically said it best. He said, so the, what, what basically you're telling me is rednecks and doctors don't settle for BS. <laughs> there you go. But if you watch the scale, it's so interesting because people with master's degrees are the least hesitant. People with bachelors are the second least hesitant. I, it's just funny to see how it does this. You know, some college, so on and so forth. Yeah. But, but basically... When you, when you, this is just something that I'm sorry, I don't care who you are. If you're a doctor and you're telling me I'm an idiot, that's great. That's fine. But when 23.9% of the people who are hesitant to get vaccines have PhDs, you can shut your mouth. You can shut your mouth. There is, that's a person I'm going to look at and go, why? Why are you hesitant? Right. I'm going to follow that lead. Not you who's trying to mandate me to take something. Not you who's not giving me anything other than, I really think it's a good idea. How can you be so selfish? All that bull crap. <laughs> no, you show me a vaccine hesitancy by education where the PhDs are sitting at 4% and maybe I'll consider it. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's what I found really interesting about that uh, is precisely that, that right there. Because, uh, you know, the highly educated, you know, they're thinking at least a quarter of them are thinking that this does not make sense. Right. You know, what, what we're doing here. And then, as you mentioned, the, uh, you know, the next, at least likely, the lesser educated, I believe rednecks was the term that that's you the, used. That's the term I quoted, uh, you which know, I proudly proclaim my they're, redneck is they're, in They're more like... <laughs> God damn government is not going to tell me what the hell to do, bad gosh. So. That was uh, the source of this, by the way, was Carnegie Mellon University. It wasn't just some random pollsters. That's a fairly uh, respected uh, institute of higher learning. I believe that they would take offense to you saying fairly. But yeah. I'm sure they would. Of course, so would Rose State. (laughs) Uh, You know, but. Yeah. No, it's, uh, but it, you know, it is interesting that they, you know, Carnegie Mellon, uh, that, uh, you know, on their football helmets, they have uh, their logo is a cantaloupe. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, but, you know, hey, uh, not everybody can do that. But, uh, so. I don't know, dude. It's a mess. It is no a mess. No question about that. But here's the thing. I, I, we've only got a few minutes left, but I want to talk a little bit. I want to go back to what's going on in New York City, what's going on in Australia. 
because I, you know, they have, and, and a little thing, I think we talked about it last week, but the shielding strategy, um, did we talk about that last week? I don't believe we did. So, so the CDC has I may a, have had too much whiskey. Well, it happens. The CDC has a strategy called shielding, and that's basically where you're building camps and putting up people who have COVID in them. Um, there is this is what's going on in Australia right now is that they are they've got this whole plan. I uh, can't remember what they call them, but they have mobile cabins. I think they're making it sound really great, but it's an isolation space where they're going to basically take people. Uh, who have been exposed? Now, keep in mind their numbers are that they're fairly minuscule. Dude, right? their numbers in a moderate town in America would not be terribly concerning, let alone an entire nation. So they're in a way setting up, uh, you know what? What uh, you know we used to leper colonies. That's exactly right. And here's the crazy part: except for COVID, not well, leprosy. remember New Zealand. I don't know the world popula- or the population of New Zealand. I can find out as I'm talking. But they have one case, one case, and they're locking things down. Dude, let's be real here. <laughs> this is insane. It's insane. The population of New Zealand. Well, they got to have at least a few four million eight hundred and sixty-one thousand eight hundred and thirty-three. That's the current so population. It's really, it's a little more than Oklahoma. Right. Oklahoma now is a, I think, a little right. more than four million. Yeah. This is well, and they're really. I mean, they're closer to five million. Than they're, anything. Yeah, four point eight or so. Yeah. So if you're looking at four point eight million in one case, you lock your whole country down. Then you must believe that not only is the disease so uber infectious that it's going to sweep across your entire country, but the mortality rate is, it's gotta be 70%, right? 50%, 30%, I don't, I don't know the number, but to lock down with one, with yeah, that one? Would seem to be a bit severe. I mean, it, dude, I'm telling you what, the only thing that has kept America from going the same way of, of Canada, Australia, now New Zealand, is our constitution. It's the simple fact that the government is restricted to do certain things and that the people of our, and not just the Constitution, but our First and Second Amendment rights. And if they take away the first, it's only a matter of time before the second is, is demolished. And it's not going to happen necessarily overnight. I, I have friends that disagree with me on this. I actually think it will happen more overnight, but so to speak <laughs> kind of like uh, the Taliban taking over. Exactly. Don't tell me it can't happen overnight right. when that happens. You know, it's it's funny because I, I you know I believe it was a it was somebody in the administration I forget who it was uh, it's somebody with maybe the State Department who said uh, when somebody asked about you know are they concerned about the Taliban taking things over and that, but the answer was something like well you know it's not like it's going to happen from a Friday to a Monday <laughs> I know are you oh, kidding really me? exactly <laughs> it's not I I heard Joe because Biden say that that's pretty much exactly what that's happened. exactly right uh so it's insane man uh, it's yes now let me let me ask you a uh, a question here all right next wednesday when we start this show if we're still here i mean i have true. a mobile setup I mean, so really we can do this yes but yeah is joe biden still the president when we come on next week mm. or will it be kamala or nancy in a week's time yeah he'll still be president that's what i think too but you start asking me two or three weeks out and i just can't be confident 
I'm not going to put money. Right. I, 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 I'm not totally confident the next, next because, week. Yeah. Because, I, you know, again. Things move quick. Things move quickly. And if you start hearing and you especially start seeing video yeah. of Americans being slaughtered by the Taliban, mm-hmm. all bets are off then. Uh, because I think, I think we're close you know, right now, and especially what we're, we're seeing from Jack Posobiec talking about the battles that are going on in the White House between Biden's and Harris's staff mm-hmm. and what they're saying about how they're sort of at each other's throats. Not so much that Kamala and Joe are at each other's throats. I mean, hell, yeah. Joe's a, there's a nothing, nap There's somewhere. no one to fight there. Well, but their right. staffs are kind of, you know. And as a reminder, the 25th Amendment basically gives the... Um, gives the availability for congress to essentially no, well, or not it's, it's the cabinet oh the cabinet that's right the, the cabinet the cabinet and, can vote to remove the president because he's incapable of performing yes. his duties and that has to be signed off on by the vice president of the united states and see that's that's and why that's always been the kicker that's and that's why uh pelosi's you know when people were talking about you know when pelosi started talking about the 25th amendment and you know the media were you know uh, 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 you know anybody who had any sense about them figured that well no way that's happening with Trump right because his people are not going to sign off on that not only that not Biden's only that people though well yeah but the thing is too that was so dumb Kamala it was the very right end of his term right it, I yes, mean come on exactly just wait and let it you know just exactly. let it go but and, and so when that all that was ramping up uh you know a lot of people were talking about how she was getting ready to use the 25th amendment or hoping to use the 25th amendment against trump uh people said no 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 it's not trump it's biden right she's getting ready in case biden is elected yeah or i guess if trump had been reelected, and but there's no point yeah. when your president's at the end of his term they they had it already he wasn't going to get reelected. but here's the other thing this is why biden got won the primary this is why kamala wasn't going to win the primary well kamala remember she bailed out i know she 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 was early she got out early before the california primary i know well and the thing is the only person that they believed could beat trump was biden even though none of them really wanted biden as president so problem solved easy solution we'll figure out who we want let's go with an uber progressive like kamala arguably more progressive probably than other people who would be able to be a valid option we'll say it like that there were other people that were more progressive but um but more importantly somebody that could be controlled you can control biden and you can kind of control kamala well you know she has She's not very likable. Right. But you and weren't going to control even, Bernie, though. You know what even, I'm saying? Well, yeah, you're not going to control Bernie, and maybe you can't control. But, uh, you know, there are people on Kamala's staff, you know, that you're hearing from about how abusive she is. And, you know, you just l- watch the way she operates, and yeah. she seems like that type of person. And so, I mean, who knows what she would try to do if she were president of the United States, we'll end up finding out a lot sooner than <laughs> that though. But I, you yeah. know, I, I wonder though, if, if they would actually end up, you, they may threaten to use the 25th amendment. There may be more people, but I, 
my personal feeling uh, on resign. it that that he will cite medical right. reasons uh, and will step aside. Yeah, it's it's the best way to to uh, save face, right? Yeah, I mean because you, I mean clearly. He's got lots of, I mean, he can simply say, like even the, the debacle in Afghanistan, he can get the sympathy of the country by saying, well, you know, I, obviously I, I don't make the greatest decisions all the time and something's slipping. And so I went to the doctor and sure enough, I've got early onset dementia, whatever he's going to say. And, and it makes more sense for me to step down at this point. Right. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, oh, poor Joe. And that, I mean, I feel will, bad for Joe. That's not the point, but uh, you know. That'll probably be what, happens yeah that we get to a i would say you Kamala heard it here Harris first but honestly presidency. this has been being said I think a for lot of people years kind of well assume that's what's what's going to happen for a year and uh, it you know at some point but i'm just saying that if we start seeing videos of the taliban abusing american citizens yeah it'll happen that'll faster. be it yeah i don't disagree all right there's the music. We're out of time for <laughs> this edition of Scatter Shooting. Hopefully, we'll still be around for uh, something next week. Oh, I'm sure. Maybe Joe Biden will be president. Maybe it'll be Kamala Harris. Maybe somebody else. Who knows? Uh, I'm Randy Ritter. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. Whoever it is, we'll be here to uh, react and talk about uh, what all is going on. And we'll get to some uh, other worldly events uh well that giant solar panel thing the chinese are wanting to oh that would be great <laughs> look out <laughs> all right we'll t- we'll leave you with that have a great rest of the day and a great weekend and we'll chat next week on another edition of scatter shooting